to season six of Travel Stories podcast where I am in Brazil. I'm Hayden Lee, if you don't know already. Hello, how's it going? If you are in Cairo, Egypt, I just thought of that one now before I started talking, you know, instead, because usually it's just like, oh, I can't think of a place, you know. <laughs> now, all that time I would have taken saying, I can't think of a place, I've taken up by explaining it. Anyway, if you're in Cairo, Egypt, and you're thinking, what are you doing if you listen to this in Cairo? You're, you're on your way back from seeing some old things, right? <laughs> Maybe the Sphinx. Have you seen that thing about the Sphinx? How it's not, how it's like old, way older than, than people think. It's like, this is a theory that some people have. And it's like, because of the erosion and the winds and stuff like that. And when it rained and what have you, it's like thousands of years older than people think. People people have postulated anyway <laughs> and you yeah and you're on your way back from looking at old stuff and you're listening to this welcome if you are in let's go uh let's go where are we going if you're in let's go somewhere in the states if you are in man i should have thought of two shouldn't i okay if you're in louisiana just somewhere in louisiana i think i've said that one before but let's go with it if you're in louisiana and you are on your way back from work. You're on your way back from work. Thinking that was, I mean, that was an all right day. It's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. I've got the weekend. That's all good. But I've got this project on. It's quite a bit. But, you know, it, I've just finished work. So I'm, I'm putting that out of my mind. You know, I don't have to think of work when I'm not there. So I'm just going to put that out of my mind and really get into kind of my evening, you know. And you thought you'd put on a podcast on your way home. Then welcome. I would invite you to join me. I am, as I said, in Brazil. I'm currently in Lemmy. I'm back in Lemmy in, uh, still, I'm not pronouncing that right, uh, which is right next door to Copacabana and nothing else, actually. We're right on the side. Anyway, if you go up a bit, you get above the fog. So anyway, I'm, I'm now living here in my apartment. I'm happy about that because all this time I've kind of been waiting to come in here because it's like a really nice apartment and I was really looking forward to coming here and now I have and now I'm loving it. I've been here for, I, I, well, you may have realized we didn't have an episode last week or the week before. <laughs> <laughs> I've had Charlie here, commonly referenced on this podcast. And we're man. This is the thing about me. If I'm left to my own devices, I like to, this is what I like. I like a clean place, you know, clean place, clean mind. And I like to kind of, like today, today, for example, woke up at six, right? Did loads of stretching because I want to be able to touch my toes, right? Because I can't, never have been able to. I'm just not stretchy. So did some stretching and then straight to the gym, you know, killed it at the gym. Oh man, it was ridiculous. Best gym song Oh, it's, it's got a curse word and I can't say it. People equals, you know what, uh, by, by Slipknot. It's so good, man. The rhythms, oh, it's so good. Have a listen. That or Liar by uh, the Rollins Band, obviously. Anyway. Or oh, well, Domination by Pantera, obviously. Anyway. Oh, Gonna Fly Now off the Rocky theme show, Bill Conti now. Anyway. What was I saying? Yeah, went to the gym. <laughs> Came back, had some protein. Now I'm back and I've just had a shower. Then my skin routine. This is what I'm saying. This is what I like to do. I like this kind of, it's order within chaos, you know, because the chaos being I'm in Brazil. Why am I in Brazil? My body's like, hold on, this is not where we're supposed to be. It's supposed to be near castles and kind of, you know, apple trees and whatnot. 
<laughs> but instead we're out here with all the acai and the monkeys coming in through the window, you know. So that's the chaos. But then the order is like, look, I need my, my, my things, you know. So that's what I'm doing. Anyway, I don't know. What, oh, yeah. My, my point was that Charlie came over and when people come over, when people are visiting and stuff like that, that's when I go out and do stuff, you know. Occasionally I'll go out and do stuff by myself, but stuff like... Stuff like uh, going up the Sugarloaf, right, which is a thing here in Brazil. It's like this big kind of mountain thing. In fact, if you've seen Moonraker, right, uh, James Bond, then they're, they're on the, what do you call them? The kind of, the things that you you go in and then you go up that, that wire. <laughs> what are they called? Oh, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> in Moonraker, he, uh, what's his name? Roger Moore. He goes up in one of those things and then Jaws is there, right? Not the shark, even though the shark isn't called Jaws. Uh, Jaws is there, which is a guy with like metal teeth, right? This is, I think it's the 70s or the 60s or 70s, something like that. And, uh, and then they see him from way far away. Don't know how they can see him, right? And then this bird, this girl that's with, uh, with Roger Moore, she's like, who's that? Oh no. And he's like, ah, <laughs> I can't remember what he says, but it's brilliant. He's like, that's Jaws. And uh, and Jaws bites the uh, the ca- cable car. There you go. Jaws bites the cable, you know, which then makes it stop. Then he climbs the cable and then they have a fight. Anyway. <laughs> My point was, I only really do things like that when there's people here, you know. Last time I did it, I was with Isabella. And then this time, Charlie was here. And like, it's a nice time. It's a nice time. So... <laughs> <laughs> my point was I've been doing a lot of stuff over the past uh, two weeks because Charlie's been here for two weeks now, man. She's just left uh, last night, right? And uh, it was good. It was a really good time. We did so much. It was fun. It was super fun. It was good having her here, you know, hearing a brummy accent every day, kind of really, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> I should have written down so much stuff to talk about, but let's see. What did we do? What did we do? We went up the Sugarloaf. That was good. I would recommend. If you're in Brazil, go up the Sugarloaf. It's good. It doesn't cost that much. And it's uh, it's a really good view from up there. Super good view. And then what else did we do? We went to the bar knockout, <laughs> knockout and watched UFC. Brilliant. We did that twice, actually. Best burger. Oh, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before. Best burger, right? <laughs> I'm sure I've talked about this before. It's your standard burger, right? And then add on, add on a bit of cheese, a bit of salad and that, and uh, and some onions, which I, which I don't have, and some barbecue sauce. Sounds normal thus far, right? But the cheese, right, is this kind of molten cheddar. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, and the bun is black, right, in color, and it's barbecue flavored. Oh, come on. Oh, it's so good. I'm so hungry right now. <sighs> yeah, so I did that. In fact, just before Charlie came, I think it was, uh, I went on Jump, the, what's the name of that show? Jump, Jump with Traveling Jackie, I think is his official name. So I went on that podcast and we talked about language. So I'd recommend going over there and having a listen to me and Jackie, who most of you know and love, and I do too, uh, having a listen to us talking about language, specifically, not specifically uh, Portuguese, but yeah, it was good. But it was, it was funny because like, it's one of those things where, when I'm thinking English and I'm talking English and, and I work with audio and it's all in English. So if I get disturbed while working, if I get a call from someone Brazilian uh, while I'm working on English words and they go, Oi, tudo bem? I'm like, uh, 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 hello. <laughs> you know, I just can't do it. Right. And so like halfway through or something, 
she was like, should we talk Portuguese? I was like, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. And then my brain was just like, no, let's not do that. Let's no, let's not. And, <laughs> and then the other thing was like, cause Jackie, uh, Jackie speaks Portuguese, but it's been a while since she, since she's spoken it. Right. I'm having trouble speaking English now. And, uh, and, but it's easier for me. It's, it's easier for me to speak Portuguese fastly. <laughs> I'm going to go with that fastly. Uh, yeah, it's easier for me to do that. I don't know why it just is. And so I was trying to talk slower, but that became more difficult, you know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, have a listen to it. We don't really speak Portuguese a lot, maybe a few sentences, but like it was a good episode. Anyway, if you want to learn a language or anything like that, then, uh, then have a little listen, which reminds me, I might've found a sponsor for next, uh, next season. Anyway, <laughs> so I did that. Go and listen to that. Hello, by the way, how are you? How have you been? It's been a little while, isn't it? been a little while not much has changed here you know still me let me know how you're doing actually because it has been a while uh instagram at backpack digital we got a whole lot of questions for today and i don't know how long i've been already but this might be a longie today might be a longie so we'll see how that goes anyway so what else did i do with charlie uh where else did we go man what else did oh yeah we went to the botanical gardens that was cool that was cool. And one thing that's really fun to do, just anywhere, apart from committing to mime, that's important, right? <laughs> that's really important, right? Like if you're, if you're like, hey, you know, if you're pretending to, I don't know why you turn Italian, if you're pretending to make a note or something, getting the notepad out of your pocket, the imaginary notepad, getting your pen out, clicking your pen, stuff like that. Committing to the mime is always funny, right? But the other thing is <laughs> hypothetical situations. They are so much fun, man. Like, because there's these massive, tall uh, trees. And she she said, well, if there was, if there was, you know, I don't know, a million quid or something up there, I can't remember what she said. If there was a load of money up there and you had half an hour to get it, what would you do? And it's it makes you think, man. And I love these things because it, it like, um, I don't know, you get, well, you get to learn about a person. So it's good to do when you're getting to know someone, but it's just fun as well. Cause your initial thing is, oh, well, I could climb up there, but then if I fall, but you know, it, that would suck. But then I've got a million, I could probably spend 50 grand on, on, on fixing my leg. Um, is that worth it? You know, you start thinking all these things. It's well fun, man. And that reminds me of, um, with, uh, we'll call her Kat cause that's her name. Uh, <laughs> I've got an update for that as well, by the way. Uh, one of the first things, uh, we're t well, not one of the first things, but we started talking about, I said, look, all right, we're on a plane, right? <laughs> plane goes down. Did I talk about this last time? I don't know. I don't think I did. Plane goes down, right? <laughs> and there's, there's very, there are very few survivors. It's not unlike lost, right? And uh, <laughs> it's like me and you survive, right? And then there's, uh, who else was there? Uh, an old woman, right? Three kids, because I don't know how they survived, but they just did, right? Three kids, an old woman, this other bloke, right? It's kind of out of shape, right? And uh, and me and you, right? What's What do we do, right? We need some food. First of all, we need some water. What do we do? And she's, <laughs> she's like, well, we eat one of the kids. I was like, what? <laughs> how did it come to this so quickly? <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, well, yeah, we, we've got three of them. Like, we don't need three of them. <laughs> like, Jesus. You know, you really get to know about a person. I'm like, what about the old woman? Like, she's not going to be very helpful. Maybe the kids could be helpful. And she's like, no, right? What we do is we walk, right? Because we're going to walk to try and find water. And we let her, <laughs> we let her go of her own accord, you know? Like the walking will do her in. And the, with the added benefit, the meat will be tender, right? 
<laughs> so you really get to know about someone when you... <laughs> we did another scenario where it was me, her, a volleyball team and the Pope. That one was fun. Anyway, we used the Pope for bargaining, but that's, that's another story for another day. <laughs> right. And what was I saying? Yeah. <laughs> what else did we do? I'll come back to Kat. We'll call her Kat because that's her name. Uh, me and Charlie, what did we do? We went, uh, we did some beaching. That was good. Went to Ibanema. Oh, that's another thing. We went to Baja, which is a place kind of half hour down the road. And it is, it's where all the movie stars live in, uh, in Rio. And man, it's so nice. It really is. We were there just like, yeah, okay, let's definitely get a place here then. You know, <laughs> it's such a nice place. If you come to Rio, not a lot of people, like we saw no uh, tourists there. Not a lot of people know about it. Well, you know, a lot of people do, but no one really goes there because there's Copacabana and stuff, you know. But go to Baja, B-A-R-R-A. Well, that's Jujuca, but just Baja is fine. It's awesome, man. It's so nice. I'd recommend staying there. If you're coming to Brazil and you like kind of nice places, you like beaches and, you know, running along the promenade and what have you, then then go to Baja, man. It's a cool place. It's a cool place. What else did we do? Man, I'm sure we did more than that. What else did we do? We went to the center. Uh, I'm missing stuff. I should have wrote it down. <laughs> I don't know, but we did a lot of stuff. Anyway... <laughs> And it was a good time. A good time was had by all. Oh, yeah. And, uh, okay, right. Two nights ago, I think it was, we were out at this, um, uh, how would you say, like a, like a kiosk, but it's a bar. Like they, have, they have them here. It's like, you know, it's, it's a, like a shed, but it's a bar, right? So it's there. And it was on the, on the side of this embankment. And you can see a good view of the city and stuff like that. And it's, in the, it's like on a road. It's just on a road, you know. So it was like that. The equivalent of like a burger van in a lay-by, right? <laughs> but not a main road. Anyway, so, so we were there, you know, having a drink, watching the sunset, you know, we got some good pictures, stuff like that. And then, um, and then we left, right? Come to find out the day after, right? Get, get a message. And um, I think like four or five hours after we left, there was just a shooting, just a shooting there. The place got shut up, you know. <laughs> that was in Niteroi. <laughs> Uh, yeah, about five hours after we left, the entire place just got shot up. So there you go. Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, like what if we decided to go out later? You know, that type of thing. But I don't know. that's kind of one of those things of, you know, what if you... You can't really do those what ifs, can you? Because you could do that all, all day long, you know. But anyway, uh, let's see. Right, so the the cat thing. Um. We are now an item. <laughs> I know it's not big news for you guys, but it's relatively interesting for me. And uh, yeah, she uh, because where we left off last time, it was, you know, the kind of the cheesy lines, the movie moments, stuff like that, right? And uh, and uh, I was living in Nitoroi, that was it. And then over time, we just spent some more time together, spent some more time together, and then, you know, she started to believe that I was real and not just after one thing, you know. And uh, and there you go. And she's lovely. I'll have her on. The, oh, I'll tell you what. I'll have her on the show one of these weeks. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Her English is good enough. So yeah, that'd be well fun. So let's definitely do that because she's did. Uh, she did like a year in. Uh, I think a year or six months in Mexico. And uh, I think you can tell. Is it just me, 
Or can you tell when someone's been traveling? This sounds like a weird thing to say, but like, you know how travel changes you, right? We've been through this before, but you know how it changes you. It opens up your mind to new things. You lose kind of preconceptions of other things. You're more open to experience, I would say. And you're more kind of open to people, you know, you don't immediately prejudge them as you may do if you've never left your country. I don't know, but it just, it makes you more open. It makes you I don't know, it's different. And I could tell that she'd traveled before she told me, you know. What do you guys think about that, you know? Um, I don't know, it's something I, can, it's something I can see. Or it's something, well, I don't know. Well, I, <laughs> well, travel changes you. And I think that's a visible change. There we go. That's a succinct, succinct way of saying it. What else? What else? What else has happened? Man, surely more has happened. I'm going to, as, as soon as I finish recording this, I'm going to go, man, oh, I should have talked about that. I should have talked about that. Oh, this is another thing. Coming back from Baja. This is well interesting. Coming back from Baja, right? There's like old trees and a bridge and stuff. And you can just about see like this big favela. And you're like, wow, that is a big favela, right? And then you come under this bridge and through the trees. And then, I mean, you're talking... If you think of a circle, right, it's an entire semicircle. So your entire view plus peripherals, right, of favela. It's absolutely massive, man. It is insane. You've got to see it, man. You've got to see it. It's, <clears throat> it's one of those things, man. It's, I don't know if this sounds weird or not, but grounding is the wrong word. But I know this does... Okay, this sounds weird, but hopefully you know what I mean, right? But I like to, this does sound weird. I like to be around places that, it sounds weird, but hopefully you'll know what I mean. I've said that before. <laughs> I like to be around places that have the, that have places like favelas, that have maybe the homeless, that have things like this. <sighs> that sounds weird. It doesn't, not in a way that like, oh, I, I feel grateful for what I have kind of in that way, you know, cause it's, it's always good to see that because I think if you, if you don't see that, say you live in a place that's sterilized, that's a bad word, but I mean, I mean, sterile in the, the clean way, that's a bad word. <laughs> this isn't going well. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Say you live in a place that, that doesn't have poverty everywhere does, but like, say it's not that visible, you know, it's shooed away. It's put under the rug, you know, and you can forget that that exists. You can believe that your problems are big. You can believe that kind of, I don't know, you getting a, a 10 grand pay rise instead of a 15, you can believe that that is the worst thing that can happen to anyone, you know, and all this stuff. But when you have, when you have it there, when you, when you have that, look, this is, this is what most people in this city are living with, right? When you have that, I don't know, it's a weird feeling, man, in a good way, in a good way. Like, it's, oh, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? You guys know, you guys always tell me. It's, I, I like it. And it, it, weirdly, it brings me back to my working class roots because like the more I spend time with, uh, you know, Americans and stuff like that and people who earn more and what have you, the more I feel myself getting sucked into that. And I don't think it's a bad thing to, to, 
I'm trying to convince myself that it's not a bad thing to be earning a lot of money. There we go. (laughs) But also I like to, I want to keep those roots, you know, I want to keep that, keep that realness. I'm, I'm, I don't want, I don't want all that stuff to be shoved under the rug, you know? So, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. (sighs) And I've really got to start, uh, start Oop. I really got to start carrying more cash with me, man. Cause like we were, we were in some traffic the other day. Th- this is the thing. This is the thing. I like to see the situations and it, these again are movie moments. They're only, they're, they're not specifically movie moments, but they're, they're little tiny bits of the movie that tell you something beyond what you're seeing. And so I was in a picture of this, right? I'm in an Uber, right? In an Uber, first of all, I'm in an Uber. Someone else is driving me around because I paid the money, right? I'm in an Uber and I've got my, my iPhone 10 in my pocket. You know what I mean? And then outside of the car, there's uh, this kid. He's like, this is in a, in a traffic light, right? There's this kid. He's, I don't know, maybe I'm not good at ages. Uh, he's about yay high. You can't see me hand. Uh, he's like, I don't know, seven, something like that. I don't know. Kids ages could be six, could be 13. I don't know. About seven. And, uh, and he's stood there in front of the cars and he's juggling, right? And he's juggling. And I wish I had money to give him. He was doing it for money, right? Obviously. And I wish I had money to give him, but I didn't. And all I thought, and I said this to Charlie, all I thought in that moment was not the situation that we're in, but I thought of him back at his house in the favela that he came down from to come to where the people that have money are, you know, thought of him in his house, right? Having found these three balls or or somehow acquired these three balls that he could, that he could learn to juggle. I can see him in his house learning that juggling. You start with two and then eventually you start with three. You fail, fail, fail. And then eventually you've got it. All this time he's thinking, as soon as I've got this, I can go down to the traffic lights and make some money with this. You know, these are the type of things that I think is, sounds weird, is good to, good to see is a, is a bad way of saying it, but I hope you guys know what I mean, you know? I don't want that covered up, you know? (sighs) Anyway, anyway. (laughs) So that's my thoughts on some things. Uh, What else has happened? What else has happened? I feel like more has happened. My memory's so bad. Okay, all done. All done. Let me think. (sighs) We've been eating a lot of Brazilian food, obviously. Charlie loves a host vision, which is rice and beans. She loves pão de queijo, cheese bread. She loves brigadeiro. Everything Brazilian, really. <laughs> which is good. Um, let's see. No, I think that's... Unless I think of more, which I probably will. <laughs> I probably will. But we'll get on to some, uh, we'll get on to some questions. Damn, I'm sure there's more. Okay, we'll get, we'll get on to it. Never mind. Okay. Let's go on to some questions, shall we? We've got them all over the shop here. We've got them in WhatsApp. We've got them in uh, email. We've got them in Instagram. We'll go through. We've got quite a fair few. So we'll go through. This one is from... Oh, it doesn't have a name. doesn't have a name. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, Let's have a look. This one is from... doesn't have a name. She says... I can see it's a girl. Picture. She says, hey, Hayden. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. My, My quads are tight, but... I've been squatting today, but apart from that, I'm all right. Not sure if you're still using the number. Had it saved quite some time ago. I am. Uh, I just remembered what I've been wanting to ask you, but I forgot to include it in the email. Oh, the email. Hold on. That says to me that there is also an email. So let's see if we can let's see if we can find it. Uh, oh no. See, it depends who you are. Oh no. Okay, is this? I'm looking for. Oh no. 
Okay. Okay. So we'll, 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 yeah, we'll just do this one and then we'll come back to that. All right. <laughs> she continues. Having traveled quite a lot now, what still tops your bucket list? Anything you really want to do, but didn't get the chance to do it? Good question. Good question. Um, I'm not too sure, to be honest. I, I never really did a bit of a bucket list. I'll tell you, in fact, now, one thing that I do want to do is the Easy Rider trip on the bike. So the film Easy Rider from 1969, uh, it's, uh, they go from LA or LAX, I believe, and they're attempting to make it to Miami, I believe. And uh, I'm not going to ruin the movie. But yeah, that's a trip that I do want to do. And I think I'm going to do it. I want to do it with me dad. So I'm going to do that at some point in the next few years. Aside from that, I do want to go to Egypt. There's not specifically a bucket list thing, I guess. Like if I was, if I was on my way out, I wouldn't go, send me to the pyramids, you know, like, I don't know. That's it. Ah, hmm. I don't know. I want to have kids. <laughs> that's, that's on my list. That is on my list. But uh, going places. For me, travel's kind of changed for me. It's partially the, the, what's the word? The projects thing, the projects thing, you know, like, like I did all 42 countries in mainland Europe on a motorbike in one trip. That's a project. It's got a beginning, middle and end. And I did it, you know, that type of thing. I like that. I like that now. I like long journeys. Maybe it's because I can, you know, in my current situation. I like that. It's not specifically going to one place or seeing one thing or something like that. It's it's completing a journey is kind of, is the thing. Because as we know, as as is said in every travel podcast ever, it's not about the destination, you know? So for me, what I've found anyway is the journey is the good part. And many other people before me have found that, but I found it to be true, man. That's why I like the journeys. So for me, it's all about the journeys. So, so I don't know. I'll find some more. I'll find some more and I'll do them. But you've got me thinking. And actually, I'm going to go off on a tangent. It's a bit of a tangent. Um, you can hear me walking, by the way. I'm just, I'm just pacing. It is warm. Right. Uh, so, oh God, my thighs. So, uh, me and Charlie, one day we woke up and we started talking about, we're going to be 30 soon. She's 30 in like two weeks. Wow, she's 30 in two weeks. I'm 30 at the end of May, right? And so we thought, right, 30th year, we've got to do it well, you know, we've got to do it well. And so we've made a list of 30 things to do, right, on the 30th year. And this is something I'm going to keep up. These are the two things I'm going to keep up when it comes to birthdays. Number one, which I've done for the last three years or four years or something like that, is on your birthday, do that many good deeds. Like that's, it's honestly, it's the best day. It makes your day expensive, but fun. Like last year I did 29, obviously, and yeah, it's just when I'm 70, I'm going to hate that I started doing this, but it's fun. <laughs> and like, you can, you can cheat a bit and like, you know, buy a six pack of waters on a hot day and give them to six different people, cross six off, you know what I mean? But I would thoroughly recommend doing that. It is so much fun. It is great, honestly. I mean, some of the things I've done, like I saw a, uh, I mean, I think it was year 27 or something, but I saw a thing on a lamppost, uh, you know, missing cat and oh, missing cats, man. I can't deal with that. So I took it to the photocopying thing, photocopied like loads of them and just put them up all over the town, you know, that type of thing. And that you can do that while you're doing other things, you know, combined. But yeah, anyway, I'd recommend doing that. And the other thing is 30 for 30 is what I've called it. And uh, 30 things for my 30th year, you know. 
And so I'll just go through a few of them. Let's have a look. Uh, figure out my residency, find out which country I want to be a resident of. Yeah, that's true. Uh, make first investment, yada, 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 stuff like that. Build a course and then some financial ones. Then health and fitness, doing health MOT, which for American people, I don't know what an MOT is, a roadworthy test, I suppose. Do that. I want to touch me toes. That's what I want to do. I want to touch me toes because I can't. Then I want to do the splits. Uh, how, why did I put that on there? And then attain the next belt in karate and then and then start and maintain skin regimen. Started that, done it. Finish me tattoos off. Really got to do that. I've got one on my chest. It's massive. And uh, it's <laughs> it remains unfinished from when I was 18 years old. That's 11 years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, um, let's have a look. I want to pay all of my mom's groceries this year. That's yeah. And then, oh, this is one. This is one. We're going to talk about this later. But um Cube to globe, not going to be called that. Uh, that's on it. I want to get at least two people out of the rat race. They could be you. We'll talk about that later. I want to take my sister to New York in autumn because she wants to do that. I want to rebuild Gloria. She's going to have a 1250 engine in it. That's right, a 1250 engine in it. Oh, man, can't wait for that. Record a concept album. That's going to be fun. <clears throat> I want to do some sort of exam in Portuguese. That'd be good. A bike ride, any bike ride. And then create and maintain a Sunday routine, you know, going to church, calling mom, stuff like that. Get my guitar back from Australia. That's been there. How many years? That's been there a good six years. It's with a Mexican guy called Jose. So I really got to get that back. <laughs> and then, oh, there's the other thing. I want to start a life book, right? This is your life. I want to start a life book, right? Which is basically uh, kind of what Facebook wants to be. But um, kind of getting, getting pictures and videos and everything, everything right? And then like when I do something, because my memory is terrible as we've, we've found out. So what, when I do something, I'm going to put it in my life book, you know, on this day I did this, you know, and then all the milestones, just like, you know, Facebook does on the old timeline, put that all in, you got the pictures there. And then maybe it's a PDF, you know, you, so you can play the videos and then that'll always be there. You know, you back it up thrice, obviously. And then when you're 70, because I'm, I'm going to forget everything, you know, so <laughs> put it all in there and start that. And I think it'll make me want to do more stuff as well, you know? So, yeah, life book. But then what was the other thing that I was going to, back, going to go back to? Uh, oh, yeah, Sunday routine. That's another thing I want to do, Sunday routine. I want to go to church, not because I'm religious in any sense, just because churches are nice. And it gives you, all right, take all the religion out of church. What is it? You, what you got yourself there is an amazing building, right? So you go in that building with an awesome vibe, and just be, you know, and just kind of chill and Sunday as a verb, that is, and just Sunday, you know. So anyway, 30 for 30, I'd recommend doing that for, for whatever age you are. You know, maybe it's 18 for 18 or 67 for 67, but let's, uh, let's get it done. They can be little things. Charlie, for example, well, <laughs> this doesn't go on from they can be little things. This is a different thing. Charlie, for example, is doing a triathlon, not a little thing, obviously. But yeah, that type of stuff. So I thought that was interesting. Hopefully you do too. Right. Next one. <laughs> Next one. This is from Martin. He says, hi, Hayden. Hello. I've only just discovered your podcast this week. I'm starting with season six and we'll go back to the beginning after. That's probably a good way around to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to say how much I love listening to your rambles. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Hope you're having a good time and all the best. Thank you very much, man. I, I am. I am. And I will take all of your best. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Hope you're also having a good time. Please receive all of my best. <laughs> Thanks for that, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Is that all we got from, 
uh, WhatsApp, I believe it is. It is. Okay, let's move on to email. Okay. This is from Zara Sen. She says, now this could of course be the same girl from WhatsApp, I don't know. She says, hey Hayden, hope you are well and settling down in your new place. I am. Yes, I am. Well, and settling down in my new place. It's nice. I was just listening to your podcast about creating movie moment moments, and it is so relatable. I can't say the word movie without channeling Austin Powers now. That's my favorite movie. I think it's an exciting escape from reality, and to be able to live that moment of fantasy, even if it is just for a few seconds. Would you agree? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Man, because like... I always think about that stuff. When I was on the bike in Europe, in my head, the, a lot of the time, I was Wyatt from Easy Rider. I was Peter Fonda. That's who I was in my head. I was in the movie of my life. That's who I was, you know? And like when I go to the gym, I'm not me anymore, you know? I'm Arnold. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm Arnold. I'm Henry Rollins. That, that's the thing. And we're kind of... Maybe that's a bit of a weird thing in my brain, but it's like, it. Hmm. I was going to say we all want to be those, not movie stars, I don't mean like an actor, that, you know, but we all want to be those characters in movies sometimes, you know? And uh, I think it's fun to do that, man. Like when, with romantic things, I'm now Hugh Grant, even though I'm not a fan of Hugh Grant. I don't, I'm not Hugh Grant now, I'm going to take that back. Who's, hmm, who's romantic? Oh, no. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm Marlon Brando, specifically from The Wild Ones, or The Wild One, singular. Um, but that's, that's, a, that's, a different, that's a different type of flirt in that. Watch The Wild One, man. Oh, man. <laughs> but sometimes, and I can't remember who the other one is. Sometimes there's someone else. Anyway, my point being, <laughs> my point being, yes, it's, you're in your movie of your life. You're, you're kind of upgrading sounds weird, <laughs> but like you're, you're, well, exactly how you put it. You're, you're living that fantasy, even if it's just for a few seconds. And like, you know, even if it's just for a few seconds, you're now Luke Skywalker, you know, you're now Han Solo. We all want to be Han Solo, you know, but you can, you can like live it for a few seconds if you create that, that kind of, uh, the fertile ground for it. Right. So yeah, I do agree, man. She said, she continues, traveling is similar to some extent, a way of running away from the reality that is given to us in search of a new one. Ooh, that's interesting. She continues, that's why I find being homesick so ironic. Ooh, that's interesting. Running away from reality initially sounds bad. That is, uh, that is given to us in search of a new one. Yes, I think I might, hmm, I might change the word reality just because that, that would denote that it is real you know i think it's it's hmm. what's the word a status quo i suppose something like that running away from the uh i, I don't want to say the the prescription the storyline you know the uh, the plot i suppose if we're continuing with the movie moments running away from that plot in search of a new one because you can as we know create new plots for ourselves uh, where we are the we are the star of our own movies you know because that's what you are you're the star of the movie of your life and everyone else is an extra in it but also be aware you're the extra in someone else's movie <laughs> and what, what was that again <laughs> yeah in search of a new one and 
Isn't that the truth, man? Isn't that the truth? I think a lot of people come to travel because of that, that want of a new one. And isn't that the hero's journey? Like, let's go back to Luke Skywalker, man. He was, he was on Tatooine. He was like, man, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here for another season. Like just doing all this farming and stuff. I want to go, go out there. I want to go see what's out there. He knew that the farming on Tatooine wasn't reality. That was a certain reality that, like you said, he was being given, right? But it's, it's up to him. All he has to do is make a choice. All he has to do is make a choice to leave that reality and find a new one. Like if he had, if he had not have made that choice, he would be a farmer on Tatooine. He'd be a farmer on Tatooine. His, I mean, yeah, obviously his aunt and uncle would grow old, which is lovely, but like he would be a farmer on Tatooine. Nothing else was, was coming for him, you know? That would be it. Maybe they would have found him in years to come, but anyway, who knows? <laughs> but he chose the other thing. And... <laughs> How like how weird is it that he had no idea when he was doing his farming, right? He had no idea that he was Luke Skywalker. He thought he was Luke Skywalker, right? He had no idea that he was Luke Skywalker. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he was the guy that was going to blow... I'm not going to... No, I'm not going <laughs> to... 1977, it's spoiled already. He was the guy that's going to blow up the Death Star, you know? He was like, he's the son of... Uh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to... I don't want to ruin it just in case, but come on, 1977. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. It's so you've got to think about yourself, man, you know, like not specifically you, Zara, but if your name's Jeff, it's always Jeff. If your name's Jeff Johnson, right? You think that you're Jeff Johnson. I work in marketing, you know, I go to work in London. I live in Hammersmith, you know, I go on a train. I listen to the Kaiser Chiefs. This is me. I have kind of relatively new fashion. I've got a, a steady bird on the go, you know, it's all right. Life is all right. I'm just Jeff Johnson hanging out. Little do you know, Jeff. <laughs> That you are Jeff Johnson, the amazing Jeff Johnson, you know, the guy that has, I don't know, been around the world, helping kids all over the world or whatever, whatever you want your story to be, whatever you want your movie to be, man, that is you. You're not just Jeff Johnson, man. You're not Jeff Johnson who's been given the plot. You're not the actor Jeff Johnson playing the part of Jeff Johnson who just happens to have the same name. You haven't been given this script and, re and you're now reading from it. <sighs> Find a new movie, man. Make your own movie. Become the director. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> she continues. Meeting in London sounds good. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Let's definitely do that. We may be joined by, let's call her Kat. That's her name. I also, I'm writing this email from Snail Beach, Shropshire. Ah, oh, Salopian represent. Man, Snail Beach, I remember seeing that. And let's go into a big, uh, big story about Shropshire now, because no one gets. Uh, I remember seeing that on a sign on my way uh, when I was, I don't know, 15 or something. We used to go every weekend, right? Every weekend, still in our school uniforms. We used to get on the bus from Shrewsbury. Well, we'd go Newport to Shrewsbury first on the 519. And we'd get on, on the bus in Shrewsbury, right, to go to Bishop's Castle, right? Wonderful place Bishop's Castle used to be, because it was it's quite a hippie village. It really is a village. It's quite, well, at least back then it was quite hippie. All the parents were, were like, you know, really hippie. So in at the weekend, all the parents used to go somewhere. We never knew where, but they all used to never be there. So it was just, it was basically a village of just, you know, uh, teenagers, right? And so we used to go there every week, man. It was so much fun, man. My first ever girlfriend was from uh, Bishop's Castle, or from Clun, rather, just outside. <laughs> 
those are the days, man. Those are the days. Just listening to punk rock music, going to Bishop's Castle. I've got too many stories in there, man. So, yeah, I appreciate that memory. Thank you for that. Right then. <laughs> this next one is from Robert Heaney. He says, <laughs> Hey, Lee. Hey, man. How's it going? He says, just finished listening to the last episode. Loved hearing about all your amazingly cliche movie moments. Aren't they the best ones? Hope things go well with your Portuguese lady. Let's call her cat. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, Brazilian, by the way, but that's fine. Uh, actually, she is partially Portuguese. She's, uh, what is it? Quarter Portuguese, quarter African, quarter uh, uh, indigenous Brazilian, you know, and a quarter uh, Arabic. So there you go. Anyway, uh, keep us updated. I will. I have. <laughs> uh, I was wondering, I was wondering if you might be able to give me a shameless shout out. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, on eight, the 8th of April, what's the date now? The 4th. Okay, sweet. On the 8th of April, myself and a couple other students will be setting out on Bummit, a charity hitchhike across Europe, starting in Sheffield. Should I do this in a Sheffield? Nah, I shouldn't. Sheffield accent. Uh, and heading for, I can never pronounce this, I've been there, I still can't pronounce it, Kludgnapoka. Just going to say that. Kludgnapoka. Sounds incredibly dirty. Uh, Transylvania. Yeah. Good place there, man. Oh, if you go in there, for sure, get a bike or a car and go down the Transfiguration. I've totally nailed that word. Uh, yeah, for sure, go down there. <laughs> if you want to see me go down the Transfiguration, every time I've got it now. If you want to see me go down there on Old Gloria, then uh, go to YouTube, right? Or as I call it here, YouTubey, and uh, type in, <laughs> I had a coffee, type in Hayden Lee, that's my name, uh, Transfiguration. <laughs> That's spelled T-R-A-N-S-F-A, transfer, G-A-R-A-S-A-N. Hayden Lee, transgression. And uh, yeah, and you can watch me go down it on uh, an old Gloria. And you can also listen to me old band from Australia as the, as the music in it, you know, which is good. Play the bass. Yeah. Right. Anyway. He continues, we're planning to break off from everybody else doing it, good call, uh, who are mostly all planning to hitch up to Newcastle, Newcastle, uh, for the ferry to Amsterdam, can't do a Dutch accent. Uh, instead, we're heading through Dover, of course they'll do that, <laughs> but anyway, instead we're heading, I'm, I'm, I bet you now, I'd say 70% of them won't, <laughs> won't make it past Amsterdam, right? Uh, instead, we're heading through Dover to Calais. Uh, where we hope to head through Brussels, perhaps Luxembourg if we can, then to Cologne or Frankfurt, uh, Nuremberg. <laughs> I'm going to go off on a tangent, but if you've ever watched Peep Show, one of my favorite shows in the world, where, where Alan Johnson says Frankfurt. Makes no sense. <laughs> Me and the boys down in Frankfurt. <laughs> anyway, Nuremberg and then Prague for the mandatory halfway point to check we're still alive. That's always a good idea. From there, we should be heading down to Vienna and through Slovakia, where we hope to stay a day or two to explore the gorgeous. Not going to really pronounce that. No, I'm going to give it a go. <sighs> Narodny Park. That's just English. Nitske Tatri. Tell me how that was, please. Anyone from Slovakia? National Park. 
He says, I don't know how to pronounce it either. <laughs> Good. Uh, then we might finish up with a visit to Budapest. Budapest. Uh, before, we, before we make the final stretch to Transylvania. But of course, we don't really know where we're actually going to end up on the way. We only have nine days to get there. That's a lot in nine days, man. So unfortunately, we don't have too much room for off-roading. But if you have any must-do-see-visit suggestions following your tour of Europe, we'd love to hear them. Transfiguration, of course. And then what else? Prague is nice in general. If you can go through, go, what accent is that? If you can go through, what's it called? What's it called, man? What's it called? Oh, I don't know how to say it, but it's B-R-N-O in Czech Republic. Brno. I think that was all right. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend that. Um, but yeah, you know me, I'm not good for must see or do, you know, it's about the journey, isn't it? So you'll, you'll find the things as you go along. You'll create the things. You're creating the movie here, man. As I've mentioned, there are a load of teams doing it. And it's all, I've just got the feeling. <laughs> I've just got the feeling that I'm not recording. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a look. Let's have a little look here. Are you recording? 44 minutes. Jesus Christ. Okay, we are. That's good. <clears throat> right, he continues. As I've mentioned, there are loads of teams doing it, and it's all aimed at raising money for local charities in Sheffield to help those less fortunate and those in difficult situations. These include Assist Sheffield, the Children's Society, Boccia, is that Italian? Boccia, Sheffield Street, Wilfred Centre, there we go, and Mary's Mails. Uh, Absolutely all the money goes to the charities, for which... There are more details on my Virgin Money Giving page, which I will link in the little jobby, you know, where you got all the text and that. So if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, just hit the picture, I think, and then it'll give you that link there. Anywhere else, you'll see it. It's there. I'll put the link there. Uh, I'm mainly hoping to get the message out that, uh, that between 8th and 16th of April, around 100 students will be hitchhiking across Europe. Mm-hmm. If anybody sees any of us with our big old cardboard signs and would like to help out some fellow travellers, it would be much appreciated. Huge thanks and keep up the brilliant and highly entertaining, thank you very much, work. Very excited for the prospect of working title, Cube the Globe. (laughs) Working title, man, absolutely. So yeah, if you guys live in Europe, but also, uh, let's see, Amsterdam, uh, Calais, Brussels, Luxembourg, Cologne, Frankfurt, Nuremberg, Prague... Uh, Vienna, Slovakia, uh, or anywhere near uh, Budapest, Romania, anywhere like that. If you're listening from there, then um, I don't know. I think you can probably get in touch with uh, with Rob or Robert from this link. So go on there and say, "Hey, I'll, I'll you know when will he be here?" and help him out, man. Let's do this. Let's do this. So we'll find out how Robert goes after the 16th, I suppose. So yeah, be sure, obviously, to let us know how it goes. And we'll see if any of the uh, the listeners of the show could help you out. And also go to that um, fundraiser and give some funds, man. This is what I was talking about before. Like, I wish I had some money when I was in that car to give that kid. Now I'm in the position where it's online and I have the money. So yeah, for sure. You'll be getting some from me. And if you guys feel that you want to give to it too, then you definitely should. It's a good cause. So yeah, fantastic. Thanks for that, man. Okay. Next one is from, uh, let's look for a name. Kiani. That's a cool name. That's an amazing name. Uh, I want to say she, cause all I'm thinking is like the female version of Keanu Reeves. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'll go with they. They say, hi, Hayden. I just found your podcast a couple of months ago and I'm loving it. Thank you very much. I'm starting from the beginning. Oh, that's never a good idea. Uh, I was listening to your seven tips on flying. 
I don't remember doing that. I might have to, I might have to have listen to that myself. Seven tips on flying. Let me try. I could never, even, I, I don't know what they could have been. Uh, no, I have no idea. Uh, anyway, uh, and I have a story about the seventh tip on talking to people. Oh yeah, I remember because I talked to that guy that was in the film, The Pianist. Last year, May 2018, I was flying from Seattle to Denver to go to my brother's graduation in Fort Collins. That's where uh, the descendants are from, by the way. Uh, the day before I was to fly, my brother called and told me he couldn't pick me up from the airport and bought me a bus ticket for a two-hour drive, landing in Denver at 10 p.m. with the bus departing at midnight. So I would arrive to his house by 2 a.m. So instead at the airport in Seattle, I looked for anyone wearing some kind of Colorado University logo, I like this, and tried to catch a ride to campus. The first person I talked to told me he was going to meet his daughter who was finishing her PhD. He told me he wouldn't mind giving me a ride to Fort Collins with his wife i would have to meet him at the gate when we arrive in denver uh we just uh, with just a carry-on i was the first off the plane and waited he saw me and we rushed out of the airport and met his wife two hours later they dropped me off right in my brother's apartment at midnight loving that my brother joked that i was able to get a ride for colorado while in seattle that's totally true man i love that the uh ingenuity is a bit of a weird word but you know what i mean I, that's awesome <laughs> that's really cool it's all about talking to people man you never know. You really never know. Me and Charlie were saying yesterday, like the reason I'm here now, and you can go back obviously way far, but like one of the prime reasons I'm here now is because I responded to an ad looking for an audio editor on Facebook of all things. So one Facebook post means that I'm now here. So yeah, you never know what can happen when you talk to people. And also, even if nothing happens, it's nice to talk to people. That is a good story. Thank you very much for that, man. Appreciate it. Ready. Let's see what else we got. What else we got? We're, we're on to Instagram, I believe. We're on to Instagram. Let's do this. Okay. Put put you on hold, by the way. Just trying to look at you know which ones are the new new ones. Is that uh, Phantom of the Opera? Mm-hmm. And then transferring with bonus. Oh, cool. Here we are. <laughs> this one is from I am a sweaty man. I don't want to, there's not what the uh, message says. I don't want to put on the aircon because it's loud. Uh, right. This is from friend of the show, Jenny Reed, 99. She says, just listened to an old episode. You played a song with your band, Summer. Yeah, I played it at the end of the episode. Yeah. Loved it, she said. When I was at school, yes, eons ago, uh, kids in my sixth form had a band called Knife Edge, also punk from Leeds. <laughs> nice. Uh, I went to all the gigs, pogoing and all. Oh, hell yeah, man. Uh, I just Googled it and apparently it was one of the first punk bands of that era. It used to spike my hair with sugar and water and put pretend safety pins in my lip. That's amazing. Anyway, we'd love to hear more of your band. Oh, man, that's so cool. Man, that's, that's my kind of people, man. I remember doing uh, similar things. I didn't use sugar water, but that is genius. <laughs> but yeah, the old safety pins, man, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. I remember... Ah, oh, no, I'm not going to go into all those old punk stories. It's probably not the best. Uh, she continues. Also, by the way, you are still my go-to relief when having to work again and needing a travel inspiration boost. Namely, in Series 2, Richard Fu. You both nailed it. Oh, thank you very much. Richard Fu, yeah, he was amazing, man. He was a really cool guy. I might have to have a, have a listen back to those old episodes, man. 
Yeah, because I've forgotten everything about them. <laughs> so I might have to listen back. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. As you know, I appreciate that. This one is from... This one is from... This one is from... Nomad Tino, friend of the show. He says, come on, man. <laughs> Give us another episode. I hope everything is going fine. It's just been a week and already missing the show. Love from a part-time traveler, Nomad Tino. Well, here you go, man. Here is another episode. Sorry about the lack of episodes, but we're going to talk about that at the end of this one, right? But thank you for your message, man. This one is from friend of the show, <laughs> Stan Danley, Dan Stanley. He says, <clears throat> show question. Did you pack long-term clothes for your America, Brazil, America trips, or are you taking the bare minimum and buying what you need on the road? He also says, great show with Jackie. So there you go. You guys should go listen to that. Uh, let's have a look, shall we? Let's have a look. I can't remember. What, I'm going to have a look at my clothes and see what I brought and what I bought. So what did I bring? Okay, I've got one T-shirt that I brought with me. Two, sorry, two T-shirts that I brought with I've got two, way too many T-shirts, by the way, at the moment. Two T-shirts that I brought with me. All right. And then I've got this, this vest, right, or tank top, if you will. I've got three of them now. Is that fourth? I've got four of them now, right? That's for the gym, though. That's different. I've just today bought a new T-shirt. What am I doing? Oh, I'm here for a while. But it's a Gun, Guns N' Roses shirt. I cut the sleeves off, you know. You've got to do that. And then some gym stuff. And uh, let's see. I've got, got my shorts, but I bought some more shorts for the gym because they're different. And then I've got some jeans and then cut them up. So they're now shorts as well. Uh, but yeah, thing was like in uh, in the US, I was, I was cold, <laughs> really cold in Columbus. And so I had to have the jeans and like, and the jumper, you know, but then I slid my shorts with me and stuff. So nah, I just kind of took the bare minimum, really. I had like two t-shirts, maybe three actually. And I've got me, me boxers are amazing, right? Uh, <laughs> they go up real small, you know, they're like kind of, they, they feel like silk. Anyway, I've got three of those because they dry so quickly, right? I've got three pairs of socks. That's it. It's, um, arguably too many. But, um, but yeah, like that's <laughs> really all you need because I've only got a 15 litre backpack, which is, I mean, it's, that's not that big when it comes to backpacks, especially when you've got a 15 inch uh, laptop in it. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, not a lot. I do it depending on where I'm going. I do it and then buy when I'm there. In fact, I bought when I was in uh, in America because I was going to say in the in the more expensive places it might be better to bring it. But if you go into somewhere like Brazil, like it's very cheap here. If you're from you know UK, US, Australia, something like that. so or Europe. So yeah, I think it's better to go there with the bare minimum and then buy. You know because. I don't know, the way I do it, I buy something, then I go, oh, well, this old one isn't as good now, so I throw that out, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I would suggest. Bare minimum, buy what you need. I would always suggest that for anything, actually. Yeah. All right, then. Thanks for the question, by the way, man. We need to talk more. This one is from... Preto one P-R-W-E-T-T-O-1. Let's have a look. He says, she says, they say. Oh, she says, obviously. She says. Hi, Hayden. In fact, what were those flags? India, Scotland, UK. Loving it. All right. She says. Hi, Hayden. Hello. 
Hope you are well and having a fun time in Brazil. I am. Thank you. It's not been long since I've been listening to your podcast. Huh? Well, welcome. I'm, be I'm becoming a fan of your chat and travel experiences. I'm an Indian girl, been living in Scotland. There you go. Uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't done a lot of traveling yet, but I do have some funny experiences from my back, backpacked, why can't I talk, backpack trip with my friend to Morocco. Nice. Well, that's cool, man. It sounds like, it sounds like you've been traveling a lot. You've been to Morocco, you're within Scotland. That's weird. Scotland doesn't seem to me like a tourist destination, but <laughs> that's well cool that you're there. It's like, if I, to, if I were to try and think of the opposite of India, it's probably Scotland, <laughs> that or Norway, you know? <laughs> That's awesome, man. I love that. I love that. And thank you for writing in. Love that. This one is from Nasege. Nasege. I'm just, hold on. Let me click. God damn it. All right. <laughs> he says, hey, Hayden. Hello, man. Uh, I'm 21 and I live in Sweden. I've been listening to your podcast since September last year, I think. Man, thank you very much. I Truly, right? When people say that, when people say, I've just started listening or I've been listening since the start or I've been listening for however long, I truly appreciate it. Honestly, like it, it's, it's weird. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Uh, I've been thinking about traveling for a while now, but I haven't gotten myself to go yet. I'm pretty much stuck working in a factory, which I actually enjoy. That's cool. But I don't want to do it forever. That's good that you know both of those things. Uh, I'm planning a road trip through Europe with a couple of friends this upcoming summer. I'm not sure which countries to visit, though. I was hoping to do some wild camping on the road, if that's possible. It's, of course, possible. Uh, I've heard that it's illegal in different European countries. Doesn't mean it's not possible. So which countries are best to visit? Hmm. For the camping, France is amazing. France is amazing for camping. Spain, it's illegal to camp, wild camp, but dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, pretty much any country, bar a few, can't remember which ones they were, sorry. But pretty much any country, it's, it's fine to camp. I mean, it's not, but it, you know. <laughs> It, like worst that happens is you get moved on basically there are some people that say oh, i got fined and that does happen but it's rare you know it's rare but um but you i mean you're in one of the best countries for camping up there in sweden norway all up in scandinavia is fantastic for that but i imagine you want to get out of your kind of area and then go down i would thoroughly recommend going to croatia i say this every time croatia is amazing and if you're in a car was it a road trip yeah if you're in a car then go down that road from the north of Croatia, the coastal road all the way down to the south. It's amazing. You can end your trip and end your Croatia journey in Dubrovnik, which is amazing too. So yeah, Croatia is just badass, man. And Bosnia is oh, Bosnia and Herzegovina is one of the nicest places I've seen, man. Like uh, view-wise, you know, it's super cool. So yeah, I'd recommend that too. Uh, Romania is awesome. I love Bulgaria. I, I love Eastern Europe in general, actually. But I also love Western Europe. <laughs> so I'd recommend France, of course. It's quite a long way from Croatia, but pretty much anywhere you go, you'll be fine. It's one of those things. It's your journey, man. Like, And I know it's good to have tips and stuff, but wherever you decide to go, maybe you don't even plan it. Wherever you end up, you're going to love it anyway. Because it's... In some ways, it's not really about where you go, you know? Like, some people would say it's about who you're with, but it's also about what you do, how you are, how you, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. <laughs> so wherever you go, you're going to absolutely love it, man. 
especially on a road trip. That's super cool. And I would definitely recommend uh, France and go into the villages there and just go into a village in France and then find a little little kind of uh, dirt path that goes out of the village. Follow it. You'll find a river and camp next to the river. That's always been my uh, uh, my advice. Definitely do that. All right. Oh, also, also, this will help you a lot. This is actually a tip. There we go. This rarely happens. <laughs> Download the app uh, Park for the number four night park for night on there you'll find um motorhome spots and then you'll find what's the other ones you'll find uh campsites that you pay for then you'll find wild camping spots and it's actually really good i would thoroughly recommend it it's a proper good app park for night if anyone's wild camping or camping or anything park for night man it's super good download it all right he uh he continues also, I'm planning to go solo traveling, hopefully soon. Which countries are best for that? Same, man, same. Any country, wherever you feel drawn to. The countries I mentioned, though, are all awesome. Thank you for a good show. I really enjoy it. Thanks, man. Albin. Or Albin. I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. P.S. My username is named after the song Nesaja by Scooter. I really like that song as a little lad. <laughs> so I took the name as a username, but I, of course, spelled it wrong. <laughs> Been my username ever since. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant i love it <laughs> that's good man i like that i always have a problem with usernames you know that's why i'm backpack digital All right what does that mean anyway this one is from the cash odyssey that's an interesting see what we were just talking about oh her name's sarah cash there we go <laughs> uh travel with a smile travel writer blogger perpetual learner of all things culture the cash odyssey.com check it out yeah, she got some good pictures. Check it out. She says, Hi, Hayden. Hello. Just started listening to your podcast at work. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And love it. Thank you. Takes me out of the nine to five and onto the Carnival streets of Brazil. It reminds me of the time I've spent on the road. The only time I had a bike was a small Honda Wave I bought in the north of Vietnam, drove it south and sold it before flying out. The reason I'm reading it like that is because <laughs> is because I was in the south of Vietnam, bought a Honda Wave, and then rode to the north of Vietnam and then sold it before flying out. <laughs> how cool is that? No way. Man, how good is the Honda Wave? It's such a, oh man, it's such an easy bike. Like anything that happens to that bike, you can just get off it and within 10 minutes, you're fine. <laughs> like it's just the best bike, man. I think, I believe that is the world's most sold bike. I believe, or, or the world's most made bike, something like that. But because it was, uh, I mean, the Honda Wave was was other, you don't care. But the Honda Wave was, it went under other names in the European market and stuff like that. But yeah, good bike that is. Good bike. Oh, you're taking me back now, man. That was a good trip. Good trip. If anyone is doing that Vietnam ride, the one between, I think it's Dalatanyatrang. Don't know how to say either of those places. The road from there to there amazing anyway uh and sold it before flying out at carnival in jamaica they know how to party and getting lost by a romanian gps on the way to the transfiguration are you me are you me <laughs> how good's the transfiguration oh man okay all right we need to meet up. We need to hang out. Anyway, love hearing the stories. If you're still interviewing people, hit me up. And if you're ever in the DC area, let me know. I will come to the DC area right now. <laughs> awesome, man. I love it. I love it. That's cool, man. 
that was a, that was a wild ride. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm not interviewing at the moment, but we'll get onto that. And yeah, I'll be in the DC area relatively not soon, but at some point. I'll let you know. Right. This one is from Brittany, three syllables. Uh, LR51. She says, Hey Lee. Hello. I've officially become obsessed with your podcast. Listening every day while I'm sitting at my desk working. Well, that you should be working. No, you shouldn't. Uh, you keep my mind out and about in the real world. Yes. Because like you say, the, this working life isn't the real world. Hell yeah, man. The, man. All these questions, like, they totally match up with what we've been talking about. Anyway, uh, where are we? Uh, I'm from the United States and I live in Georgia. I can't, I, hmm, should I do the accent? can't really do it. Um, I've been contemplating some solo traveling. How good is that? Is that all right? Is that all right? No? <laughs> but I <laughs> can't do accents. Just can't do them. <sighs> but I've just... <laughs> <laughs> I just sound like, what's his name out of that film that I couldn't remember? Shawshank Redemption. It's always in my head now. Anyway. <clears throat> but I've just been just a little hesitant. That's not how that's it. Just, just <laughs> due to safety concerns. That was that was all right, wasn't it? Bit open, bit kind of... Any advice? Advice? There you go. Uh, this is just generic Southern. Uh, on, a, <laughs> on a first European trip, they would... That that would be amazing yet awesome. <laughs> this is so bad. I can't do accents. When I tried to do a standard American accent, like you kind of normal Midwest or like or well Ohio or stuff. Like that, when I tried to do that, it comes out as um, what's that place? It's kind of near Canada or possibly in Canada. I don't know. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Missouri it comes out as Missouri accent. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Didn't know I could do a Missouri accent. All I have to do is try to do an Ohio accent. Anyway, where are we? Uh, I've been constantly doing solo traveling, just been a little hesitant due to safety concerns. Any advice on first European trip that would make, that would be amazing, yet also make me feel comfortable enough as my first solo trip alone as a female? That's oh, who's that? I'm doing someone there. Is it Jack Nicholson? I think it's Jack Nicholson. Um, he's from the south, isn't he? Close enough. Uh, where are we? Thanks for the podcast. <laughs> it's fantastic, and I love hearing your rambles, Brit, Brit Brittany. <laughs> P.S. Oh, there's a P.S. P.S. I just listened to your podcast on st still feeling like you're 21, even at the older age. I'm 30. <laughs> and I constantly say that I feel like I'm still 21 years old. Till I hang out with 21-year-olds and I'm like, nope, definitely old. <laughs> I'm trying to put the emotion in it now. The amount of change you actually go... Is this, is this insulting? Is this offensive? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that mean it that way. Uh, where are we? The amount of change you actually go through in such a short time is insane. Hey, this, is, this is going all right. Uh, even when you don't feel like you've changed at all, and even though you still feel like being 21 years old, we yesterday. <laughs> I feel like that went all right. I feel like that was all right. <laughs> or is that kind of like when people try and do English accents, they go, hello, spot of tea. And it's like, no, no one speaks like that. Anyway. Uh, right, let's actually read this now. Uh, <laughs> okay, safety concerns. Yeah, well, I mean, it's one of those things where, especially if you're in like Atlanta, like a big city, your safety can, like your concern should more be where you live than, than most of the places you'd probably visit. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like people from London saying like, oh, no, I'd never go to, um, I don't know, where, where do people go? I'd never go to X country because it's unsafe. It's like, mate, you live in London. <laughs> like, where are you more likely to get stabbed? Do you know what I mean? But yeah, so safety concerns, it's not... Is this just me talking as a bloke, though? I don't know. How do I know? I'm a bloke. How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> I don't know. I could be. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> so, I don't know. well, okay, this is the thing. The, I mean... I'm inclined to say 100% of the people that I've talked to that have had safety concerns and then gone traveling have then said, I shouldn't have been concerned. There we go. That's a nice pragmatic way of saying it, isn't it? So, yeah, it's, I mean, you look at the, look at the solo female travelers, look at Jackie Nurse. She's been traveling for years and years and years and years. This, that sounds like I'm calling her old. Um, she's, she's been traveling for years. She's been, she's gone all over the shop, you know, it's, it's one of those things. And it, in fact, this brings me back to Brazil. A lot of people say, oh, I'd never go to Brazil. It sounds real scary there. I don't know what accent that is. It's kind of North England kind of. Uh, it sounds real scary there. Is that Lancashire or Yorkshire? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I heard, I know, back to, back to American apparently. Um, <laughs> oh, that just hit me. There we go. Uh, yeah, what was I saying? Oh God, what was I saying? Yeah, if people talk about Brazil and they're like, I'd never go there because... Um, you know, uh, it's it's dangerous and stuff, isn't it? It's dangerous. It's, I'm cockney now. Dangerous if you go to Brazil. It's, uh, I don't know what accent that is. <laughs> Let's stop doing accents, shall we? Should we make a, a truth? <laughs> I'll call it off if you do, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, people say it's dangerous there. And it's like, yeah, right. The way I explained it yesterday, right, was if you if you take the whole area of Brazil and then you give it, you put it on the dangerometer, right? then yes, it is extremely dangerous, right? However, if you take out all of the bits that are extremely dangerous that you would never go to, you won't, you're not going to the favelas, let me tell you. So if you take out all those bits, it ain't too bad. It ain't too bad. On the dangerometer, probably about the same as London, maybe a bit less. Nah, maybe about the same, somewhere like that. And you'd go to London, wouldn't you? Of course, you know? So, I mean, it's the same as London in, in that, if you walk along Copacabana Beach, that's like you visiting the London Eye, Buckingham Palace, you know, that's that. So there's, yeah, there's pickpockets and stuff like there is in London. But then if you go kind of into, let's say, Laranjeiras or, or somewhere like that, that's like going to Hounslow, right? It's like everywhere is, everywhere is pretty much the same. <laughs> basically but it's just this place is again if you take the entire area and put it on the dangerometer then uh, then yeah it's 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 not the best but yeah, what was my point um yeah i think i think people worry too much about that type of stuff and i know that's easy to say because I've, I've been to these places and i've seen these things i know it's easy to say but it's i think that's the way it is just have a look at, at solo female travelers and see what they say. Because one of the first things they talk about is danger as a solo female traveler. And yeah, of course, you've got to have your wits about you in that maybe if you're, if you're, you know, 105 pounds and you've got long blonde hair, maybe, maybe don't go to, um, I don't know, New Delhi by yourself without a place to sleep. Do you know what I mean? It's like, let's not make these decisions. Let's not tempt fate, but just be cool. Don't walk into the favelas. You know what I mean? Let's just be cool and you'll probably be fine, you know? So hold on, where were we? 
I have been contemplating solo traveling and just been a little hesitant just due to safety concerns. Any advice on a first European trip? Europe as well. That would be amazing, yet also make me feel comfortable enough as my first ah, your first solo trip as well. I understand, I understand. Uh, so yeah, with Europe, if you're looking to feel comfortable, you want to go to the west of Europe. So I would say... Ah, oh, but then you want it amazing as well. See, I, I want to say Croatia as well. If you go to Dubrovnik, you'll be entirely safe. And um, and it's an amazing place. You've probably seen Game of Thrones. It's King's Landing, you know, that type of thing. The old the old city. Um, yeah, Dubrovnik. Uh, anywhere in the West, go to Barcelona. Go round, uh, take a, a Greyhound bus around the coast of Spain, you know. Start in Barcelona, go down to Valencia. Go, well, obviously miss out Salou. Uh, go down... <laughs> Go down and miss out Malaga as well, maybe. And <laughs> go down to the bottom and then go up through Sevilla and then maybe go to Portugal, that type of thing. France as well is fantastic, you know? Yeah, I think Western Europe, Italy, great. Like, anywhere in Europe is good, man. It depends what you want to do. Anywhere's good in Europe. You're, you're going to absolutely love it. And then you're going to think back and go, why was I worried? So, yeah, you will be absolutely fine, man. Don't you worry about it. All right, and then... Uh, still feeling like you're 21, even the older age. Yeah, my dad said the same thing. I can't remember when it was, a few years back. He must have been 55 at least. And he said, yeah, I, I still feel 21. And I understood what he meant. Not that I'd felt it, but like it, it kind of changed the way we talked to each other because it stopped me seeing him as, oh, this is this 55-year-old bloke. He must have all this wisdom. He must have all this life experience. And of course, that's true. But inside, uh, like, even if you do have the wisdom, the life experiences, the mistakes, everything like that, you're still the same person. Like, I'm, I'm nearing 30 now, and I'm the same person as when I was 18. Not in the way that, in the decisions I would make, because I made <laughs> questionable decisions. Fun, but questionable. <laughs> and, uh, but, and you have different kind of... You are different, but you're the same. It's so hard to put into words, but you know what I mean, Brittany. Uh, but yeah, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. And like, yeah, you're right. When you when you feel 21, but then you go out with 21 year olds, but they're still actually 21, <laughs> and so they're making those decisions that you made that were questionable back when you were 21. It's like there is an extra bit of something on top of the you that is 21. You know, so you are different, but you ain't. It's really weird, isn't it? But. Yeah, man, that's an interesting thing. So anyway, I, I, I want to see you booking, booking that trip, man. I want to see you booking that trip. And again, I apologize for the accent. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, let me know what you're thinking about trips and, and I'll tell you what I think. Go. This one is from, I think we've got a couple more left. A couple more, a couple more. Then we'll talk about what's going to happen. <laughs> Sounds like I'm breaking up with you. Hi. This is from People Objective. That's an interesting... Um, running LA to NYC, 3,187. This is interesting. Interesting. Looks like kind of Forrest Gump type of running thing. All right. He says, hi, Hayden. Uh, you've played an important role in my life. Oh, come on, man. Stop this. Uh, through your nonsense rambling, that's better. Bring me down. Bring me down. Uh, you quickly earned my trust and convinced me to listen to the four hour work week. Hell yes. If you haven't listened to the four hour work week, not you, uh, everyone else listening, if you haven't listened to it, please listen to it. After many entrepreneurial friends told me about it over the years. Through listening to it, alongside the, of decubing my life, see, he decubed himself, man. Uh, I decided to commit to a dream I have been working towards, to run across America. It is Forrest Gump, I knew it. Uh, I'm setting off from Los Angeles on the 21st, Americans do their dates the wrong way around, the 21st of April, and I'm arriving in New York City in late July. 
That's a long time. I am able to connect this run to my life work of advocating for criminal justice reform and in inclusive hiring practices for people returning home from incarceration. Nice. Last weekend, I accomplished a test run from Cleveland to Columbus, Ohio. Yes, good old Columbus. And enjoyed listening to your to your most recent rambling podcast that revolved around your romantic movie moment. Oh, well, thank you, man. I appreciate that you got me in your ears as you're running. I'm imagining you running right now listening to this. Are you running? Are you running right now? That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Keep running, man. Keep running. I'm not going not gonna to try and throw you off or anything like that, but feel the legs like steam turbines. Yeah, man. Go for it, man. Go for it. Crush it. Yeah, go, man. Come on, you got this. Too much coffee. All right. Where were we? Where were we? I'm sending, okay, I'm sending this to express my gratitude for you sharing your life, for entertaining and for inspiring me to live more movie moments. You are living a movie moment, man, come on. You are Rocky in, which Rocky is it? All of them. He runs in all of them, doesn't he? Uh, specifically, I'm thinking Rocky IV, right? You're doing that, man. In fact, well, come on, you're Forrest Gump, let's be fair. But you're doing it, man. You're doing it. You're living that movie moment and I love it. Keep us updated. And everyone else, you should go follow this bloke, man. People objective. People as in people objective as in objective. Peopleobjective.com as well. And he's got a map on there. Amazing. Man, you guys check this guy out. Give him a follow. This, I believe, is the last one of the show. What's that? Coheed and Cambria. That's it. Right. <laughs> I had a coffee ages ago, actually. Maybe I should, yeah. Anyway. This is from Kath underscore A underscore E, Catherine Ellis, young climber, actor, director, and stage manager. Awesome. That's a lot of things. Just discovered your podcast. Very much enjoyed. We'll proceed to binge and be motivated to travel. Cheers. Ah, oh, short and sweet to finish us off. Short and sweet. Well, thank you very much, Kath. I appreciate that. Happy climbing, happy stage managing, happy acting and directing. <laughs> awesome. Well, man, there were some, there were some good questions, man. <laughs> Man, I really need to, really need to stick, a, stick the aircon on. I'm melting. Okay. Right, so, as I was talking about earlier, I want to start season seven. It's time. It's time, in the words of Bruce Buffer. It is time. Oh, speaking of Bruce Buffer, guess who's just, uh, well, I don't want to get, well, no, I will get excited. That's my whole thing. I get excited about things that can fall through because then you feel the excitement and then you could feel the, the devastating low as well. And like I said before, if you're on a roller coaster with no ups and downs, all you're on is a train. So yeah, I am going to get excited about it. We have booked tickets, although they're not strictly booked. <laughs> they're still processing and it could all fall through. But we booked tickets for UFC 237. I haven't talked about UFC for ages now. But UFC 237 in Baja, the place I was talking about before, in Rio. And oh man, can I not wait? I don't think I can. It's, I mean, who does it feature? Uh, let's see, we've got hmm, Jose Aldo, right? Ever heard of him? We've got uh, Jessica Andrade is fighting Rose Namajunas, the champion, right? Amazing fight. And then... Only my favorite fighter, oh, come on, words. Only my favorite fighter of all time, Mr. Anderson Silva, is fighting. So, oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait. And my mate's coming as well. In fact, my mate Guy Earnshaw from previous episodes, he's coming. Oh man, I cannot wait. So we'll get him on the episode when, he, when he's here as well. 
What was my point? Oh yeah, it's time. That was it. So <laughs> it is time for season seven. Season seven. So what we're going to do, as I've talked about before, is we're going to take two people. Right? This is Cube to Globe. This is not going to be called that. It ain't going to be called that. I'm thinking like Uncaged or Unchained or something like that, you know. Anyway, so we're going to take two people, two different people. Right? And then we're going to find out where they are in life, you know, work and stuff like that, what they want to do, where they want to go, make some plans, stuff like that. And then over the course of however long it takes, we will be getting them out of the rat race. I'm, I'm being, I want to be proactive with this man. I want to be proactive with this. Cause when, when I think about charity, I could like, I could give money to, to whatever charity, but for me, it, and this is maybe it's a bit of a selfish thing, but for me, I feel it is a selfish thing. I feel better when I can profoundly impact someone's life as opposed to like, Hmm. I'm trying to think of an analogy. Like if there were a hundred people and I had a liter of water, uh, I'd much rather, instead of giving the whole liter to all a hundred, that doesn't make any sense now. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what was I saying? Yeah, two people. Right? And then what we're going to do is I'm thinking we do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? And then one of those days will be an episode like this where we just chat, we see what's going on, you know, because you guys are listening now and you've made it all the way through this episode. Come on, amazing. Right? And uh, the other two episodes will be each person and each week we'll have a call and each week we'll, we'll make some plans and we'll see how we can do it. And you guys can listen along, listen along. And this is the good part about it. You might be in the same position, right? And if you're in the same position, the same uh, advice will apply. You know what I mean? So it's like you can go along with it. If you're in a position now where you think, well, the, it sounds like I'm trying to sell it now, but I ain't. Uh, if you're in a position where you're like, yeah, I'm working in, a, in an office, I'm in a cubicle, you know, and you don't want to be, you want to be traveling the world, not having to worry about being anywhere for work, right? Then ideal, right? If you, I don't know, let's see, let's say you've got a little business and you, you kind of, you can do it from anywhere, but it kind of just pays your bills, but you do also want to go out there and travel and you want to be location independent. You want to go live on the road. It's for you as well. You know, whatever stage you're at, whatever stage you're at, if you've never been traveling before, you know, it could be for you as well, whatever you're going to want to listen to it. Cause I think it's going to be great, man. Because this is one of those things I've said about it before, like journeys, man, projects, things with a beginning, middle and end. Like it is nice rambling every week. It is really fun. But it will also be nice to have that project, to have the beginning. Hello, what's your name? My name is Jeff Johnson. Hello, Jeff Johnson. And <laughs> that's a callback. That's what we call a callback in the industry, uh, the industry that I'm not in. Uh, so yeah, my name is Jeff Johnson and I want to be traveling. I want to travel to this place. This is the place I'd want to go first. And whatever, you know? And then at the end, at the end, it's like, go on, go on your way, Jeff Johnson. You are now ready, you know? Basically, I want to be, I want to be the Yoda in a sense, not for any kind of, that sounds like I want to try and use it for my own. And none of this is for my own benefit, by the way. Like, I don't want to build my like personal brand or even though I've been told that I should, I don't want to be doing that by being, Hey, he's the travel Yoda. No, I don't want any of that. All I want to do is get some people to get out of the, the, the life that I don't think is fair, that I don't think is right, that I don't think they want, you know? then I think it's, is is pushed on them, maybe subliminally, but it's pushed on them, you know? And I don't want that and I don't want to see that. So that's what I want to do. So with that in mind, I'm going to need zwei persona. Persona is not the right word. I haven't spoken German in ages. Um, I'm going to need two people, 
Duas pessoas. <laughs> that was so Rio, it almost went Portugal. Anyway, so I'm going to need two people, right? I think I've already got one in mind from the messages. But um, let me know. And yeah, let me know. Send me a message. If you've listened this far to this episode, which is a longie, then thank you. And I'm already thinking that you're the one. So like, yeah, send me a message. And if you want to put your name forward for it, and this is the thing, it's not going to be just the one season. We're going to continue to do this. Like I could do two a year. I could take two people out of the rat race a year. That would make me happy, man. If I could, sounds really lame, but if I could change two people's lives, that sounds super lame. But if, if I could do that, two people a year, maybe four people a year, maybe it only takes six months. It probably only, in fact, yeah, six months is a long time. So if we could do that for four people a year, it doesn't matter how many people, but put your name down. Obviously we'll get you in there for the future too. So yeah, let me know. Like I said, I've already got a couple in mind, but yeah. And like, this isn't a thing. I don't know yet what I'm basing it on, but like, I don't know. I think it'll be situation, but I, it, hmm. <laughs> I don't want to invite things like, oh, uh, you know, I need this because yada, yada, and like the, the story and trying to, do you know, I, I'm not Simon Cowell is what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? I don't want any of that. <laughs> I just want, let me know what your situation is and, and yeah, we'll chat. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want to come on, let me know. And, uh, and yeah, we'll sort it out. I'm just taking two for now and we'll get going relatively soon. As soon as we get going, we can get the next season up and running, you know? So we'll do that. We'll do that. I'm having loads of ideas for it, you know? But yeah, anyway, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, so season seven coming soon. Uh, oh yeah. The way to get in contact. Instagram at backpack digital email Hayden Lee mail as in M A I L, uh, at gmail.com. Uh, the old telephonic, uh, WhatsApp, only WhatsApp, because I've got a Brazilian SIM card, but my WhatsApp is still my English number, plus 447745, 779472, there you go. <coughs> That's my number. Uh, yeah, get in touch. Let me know. We'll pick two and uh, we'll get on a call each week and then we'll we'll get it done. We'll get it done. Sweet. All right. I don't think, I, I know I'm going to remember stuff that I haven't talked about, but Oh, tell you what, tell you what, tell you what, nine and a half thousand pounds. That was Alan Partridge reference. No one will get, tell you what, let me have a look. Today, man, how crazy is this, right? Tell you what, today, April the 4th, April the 4th. Now, what does that mean? April the 4th. It means, right? Not only does it mean that it's my dad's birthday, right? That's, that's. I need to give him a call. But also, I'm just checking, just checking, hold on. Going in my Facebook memories, you say. Wait for it, wait for it. Yep, okay. Today, right, today, this podcast is, let me just double check, three years old. It's three years old. How crazy is that? Today, today's the birthday of the podcast. Let's see what I actually said three years ago. Oh, my thighs. I wish I didn't have thighs. Um, so we were sitting at number eight in the top ten on the first day. Well, you know. <laughs> and then 
Ah, the day. Oh, look at this. The day has arrived. Travel Stories podcast is launched and available to download on iTunes. It's not called iTunes. SoundCloud. I'm not on SoundCloud anymore. Stitcher. I don't know whether I'm on that. And all the not so dark corners of the interwebs. Why am I writing like this? That's a one knob. Uh, right. How to listen. And then it's got links. iTunes is recommended for all that have the ability. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. Don't forget those subscribe and rating buttons. They love to be tapped. That's a strange way of putting it, isn't it? <laughs> but there we go. There we go. I also put eight years ago, so gray, I hate this country. Right. So <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, happy birthday to the show. Thank you for listening for however long you've been listening. I truly appreciate it. And thank you for listening this long to this episode. I don't know how long it's been, but it feels like it's been a long, long time because I'm mostly liquid now. I need to put this aircon on. <sighs> Thank you again for listening. Get your names in. And uh, let's hear it for, let's hear it for, that's a weird bit. What, what am I trying to say? Onwards to, that's not what I was going to say. Onwards to season seven. <laughs> Onwards to season seven. And oh, also go into the, uh, go into the, what's it called? Description-y jobby and, and click on that, that just given page and, uh, and give to that bloke doing the thing from Sheffield to Transylvania cool oh and also follow people what was it called again people objective people objective on instagram the guy running across uh, the states cool all right sound you guys have a good week and i shall talk to you an hour and a half and i shall talk to you next week and uh yeah and i'll let you know what's going on with the with this season seven and we will get that rolling very soon so yeah cool i don't go get anything more to say but I, I want to carry on talking. <sighs> All right, cool. See you later, guys. <laughs> Have a good one. See you next week. <laughs>